Uh, who's the host? Who's okay. asking the questions? Well, yeah, I'm the host. Me and Catherine's like the host, but it's whatever. So, uh, yeah. Hey, guys. Um, this is uh, episode, what is it? I think it's five. Like episode five. 2446. Is that episode? <laughs> Uh, episode five and today's topic is gonna be like simulation and reality i'm trying out a new format so don't flame me if it's not good i don't know it's whatever all right so uh, i don't know my first question is like i guess would you knowingly choose to live in a simulation over the real world like so for example if if like you you'd obviously know that it's a simulation but for example if you're like in the matrix you chose to put on like the thing that connects your head then you're like in a simulation right would you choose to live in a simulation uh, as opposed to real life i don't know that question has a few assumptions on its own first of all what's real life and what's the difference between real life and a simulation yeah what is the difference i think yeah that's i mean no that that's the question yeah, that yeah, is definitely. another question that i raised with kevin which we'll, be, we'll, we'll go to but i mean i think one of the main things like, we should be asking ourselves is like what why would we want to to go to a simulation right yeah what benefits would you have like i don't know what there like, is ima- left. imagine like you it's sort of your like perfect life or whatever so if it's a utopia know, like, then like a no not not a utopia. yeah not not a utopia but like um i don't know you i guess you decide the specifications so it's like a a program thing I, i'm not sure i mean in that case i, I don't know. i don't see why anyone wouldn't want to be in a simulation if it yeah. if it I feels mean, like, like you because at the end of the day you just want to have everything right you want to be have you want to have a perfect world and our it's probably hum- the only thing i can uh i think like the one thing i can think of is like the pride of not of not like uh of like cowering away from the real world Sort of like he sort of pussied out from like the harsh reality <laughs> into like uh into like a you know a fantasy of your own sort of like i don't know what what's the difference between let's say like a simulation like that and a person that's uh i don't know how you pronounce it schizo <laughs> dude the camera work you is gonna be, you just made the you just made the job so hard for me <laughs> you just you just what have you done i don't i don't know what oh. i did but uh it's back it's back it's back oh. to normal okay but what i was gonna say is like um talking about like the simulated reality and like obviously some people just want to live a different life to like the things that they pussy out from and a lot of people already do that through like social media it's obviously not like a different completely different world but they project a different kind of person on like social media and stuff so i don't see any like most people objecting to like simulated realities shit like that I mean, again, this is an interesting, interesting thing. Actually, I'll go back to that for the uh, recommendation section. Um, <clears throat> the question here is, are we going to like completely transform our lifestyle to that simulation? Or is it something that you just like, like playing a video game, a, way, a means of escaping reality? Mm-hmm. Is it is it a means of escaping reality or will that be the definition of reality from from now on? So that, that's I think that's I the mean, main question. Here. It all depends on, on how you put it, right? you could live as if that was your actual life. And I think that's the big appeal, right? Wherein it's indistinguishable from reality, but it's actually better than reality. So that's Mm -hmm. the sort of alert. But some people don't actually want to do that because they still prefer real life. Yeah. I mean, um, do you guys know, you guys know the Fermi paradox, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and then I think uh, one of the solutions put ahead for the Fermi's paradox was like that at one point after civilization reaches a certain level of technology, they just realize that there's no point living in the real world and that they could just upload their all mm. their consciousnesses into mm. like virtual simulations. And that's why they don't yeah. need to expand physically because they can all just live in simulated realities where they have everything they want and need. That's true. So you maybe that is like the like, end goal. Yeah, I feel like at that point we begin to lose some of the things that I don't know. Like you know, it's actually some... this this links to our previous topic that we wanted to discuss. What makes someone hum- human? Uh, I mean, the question is, is consciousness on its own what defines us as human or is there some physical traits that would... So like, would we lose our humanity if we were to live in a simulation? Mm, that's an interesting question. <laughs> I think yeah. the a- capability to live in a simulation is a symbol of humanity on its own. Okay. True. What, do you, what do you mean by that? It depends on... I mean, I think like, that's just a matter of linguistics, no? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah, you're yeah, defining yeah. humans, yeah, most so... Things, most things are a matter of linguistics. You know, there is this, uh, there is this quote by Nietzsche, uh, A lot of things are only a unity in words, but not unity in, like, in its essence. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like, when you say the spirit as a whole entity, rather than, like, like I think of like a spirit as like multiple entities sort of battling and negotiating with each other, and to think of it as just like one. So there's sort of a convolution between like separate things, but just combining them into one word for the sake of abstraction. It brings up all this confusion regarding you know consciousness, humanity, but uh, just for the sake of the convo, you know, we'll just play along, I suppose. So, so have we answered that question? Oh, I mean. I, I mean, none of these questions are like as well. complete, completely answerable, right? Because there is no right or wrong answer. Yeah, but but would you? Would you? Would you? I, so I guess the the question I, here is like. I think we you, need to repeat the question again. Uh, yeah. would, would you choose? Would you choo- knowingly choose to live in a simulation over the real world? Depends on the reality and depends on the simulation, I guess. It's not like choice. I said, right? No, no. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Like right now, you're given a chance, right? Would you live in a simulation or not? Like right now, at this moment. If it's like, better, you can choose the yes. specifications of the simulation. Okay, but like I think another question I I would be ca- kind of concerned about is definitely what is the difference between a simulation and real life? Like, uh, will there be any? Like, I mean, like, would I be able to? Will I will I be able to touch? Will I be able to have the same senses? No, no, like, like, yeah, yeah. What are you it's, thinking it's about? Like a simul- <laughs> it's a simulation Touch. of real uh, life, so obviously, like... Yeah, no, so, I mean, but that's only assuming that we have reached that level of... <laughs> replacement. No, let's say, let's say we have, right? VR. Obviously, obviously, this question wouldn't exist if we haven't. So, we have, and you're given the option to live in a simulation, knowingly. Would you yeah, 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 I would, I would, I would, yeah. I would. I would. That's yeah. the question. Yeah. yeah. Knowingly, yeah, for sure. Wait, we get to leave the simulation whenever we want, right? Um, that's up to you. But would you? No. What if you lose? Would you live in that simulation or in the real world? Well, I mean, you had to choose one. 
Okay, so this question is about choice, and I guess this sort yeah. of relates to our desires. And I guess, I guess the stimulus to like I don't know. Let's say the goal of like choosing simulation over real life is let's just call this emotion pleasure, an umbrella term for all positive positive emotions. Um, well, just how realistic is the simulation going to be? I mean, no, I mean like it's it's a simulation of real life, but you decide. You're able to change some of the specifications, like for example, you have money or whatever. I, I think mean, that's like another way of of just saying this is like living in a different world or a parallel world. It's it's just like now, just like this exists, like this reality, but then it's just simulated. Is, is that, that is that the conditions that we're we're sticking with? Like, like I think let's just say the simulation is good enough up to a point that it's very similar to real life. Okay, yeah. So like, if you were to look at real life and the simulation, we should not be able to see any um, yeah, immediate differences. Yeah, it should almost be okay. Okay. Yeah, in that case, yeah, I would I would live in it. My answer would probably be the same as well. I mean, wait, but if we had agency, wait, it's really weird because like. Like, are we totally immersed in this simulation, or do we? Are we still? Wait, sorry. Continue. No, that's the first question I asked. Is it? So it's like the Matrix, dude. So we're completely living the life. Yeah. So you're like in another, but you can leave. But like, would you choose to leave or not? That's the question. I think what what this reminded me was Ready Player One. I wouldn't live there forever, obviously. Who knows? No, but like, like if you list. if you had to choose between the two, maybe your divorce. I think it's difficult to say without needs. experiencing it myself. That's probably right. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, it's a thought experiment, so your answer is invalid. Yeah, I suppose it's just like the trolley problem, right? In reality, you won't know what you'll do until you actually experience the situation. Hmm. True. I mean, um, like the entire topic of this like uh, episode, I guess, is are we living in a simulation, right? Yeah. Well, it's so just simulation we... and and the definition in real of reality in general. It's not really like one single question. It's a broad topic. So I guess we can go into that question. Like, are we living in a simulation? What do you think? I mean, the question that we've just answered: Would you choose to live in a simulation? If we all answer yes, then what's the point of exploring the second question? Because for us, then it wouldn't matter, no. If we well, all no, would the choose thing, to the thing here is simulation, like, the thing here is like we assume right now where we're living in is uh, real life, right? And the point of the simulation is such that you're able to experience things or have things that you don't necessarily have in the real world, with the trade of it not kind not really being the real world because mentally you know it's not the real world but if you know what i'm saying like a video game or simulation i guess yeah yeah it's like sort really of good kind VR, of like basically. yeah have yeah. you guys no watched VR, ready player one enjoy. yeah i have yeah that, that's what i was thinking of <laughs> that'll be interesting you know it would be fun i think i don't know people why people would not 
choose to do that for like entertainment or whatever. I see. I mean, it's even more prevalent now that we're in this epidemic, right? True. <laughs> yeah. True. So, what what do you think about whether we're living in a simulation or not? I mean, I think we have to explore whether it's even possible to make a simulation because I think as of right now, the chances of us being in a simulation are zero with our technology, right? Assuming that mm, I mean, yeah, I think I know what you're saying. Like, but then as soon as we are able to make a completely immersive virtual reality which you can't tell apart from the real world world, that chance goes from zero to almost 100% because if those simulated realities have realities within them like the number of real worlds yeah. compared to like virtual realities yeah i mean i see where you're going with it but like if we're gonna have if we're gonna be simulated it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be parallel to the real world time right it could be like an apocalyptic real world and we're being simulated like years before or something like that it, like the technology that we're being u- simulated with could be far advanced than so you're saying the car- time frames don't line up right so i mean that it could more, be that even bigger probability that we're in the simulation but i i, I think the main possible. the main thing that we should be looking at when we're discussing stuff like this is like our actual definition of simulation with our current un- understanding and knowledge could be far beyond and, and different to the actual like if this was a simulation then obviously we don't know how simulations work because we we haven't made any of our own so it could be no, m- we much have more different. made simulations but not like to the degree i'm yeah which, can which we can live on our if you know what i mean like I, I think you know exactly what i mean maybe i'm not phrasing it properly but um what i mean is that it could be much different to what we think of of it being so i mean we could very well be in a simulation but like at what point will we will we know i think it's probably an untestable hypothesis no no that's what i'm saying how can we test you could never answer we're, sure, because like yeah. we think we think we have consciousness because we think we're making like you know because we're thinking for ourselves we're all different individuals but at the same time like how do we not know that you know, it's being controlled by something else. Like we're we're actually living outside of this. How can we tell? It's not like we can leave the lobby. <laughs> what the hell are you talking? How do you about? define consciousness then? Yeah, like this very a- <laughs> briefly. Oh god. Without like springing off, I guess because. I mean, I guess if you want to talk about like free choice and stuff like that, um, if you put the exact same person in the exact same situation like a thousand times. Will they ever make a different choice if it's like just like parallel realities and they don't know that it's an experiment? I would think that the same thing happens every single time because I don't believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you're like, so you're talking about determinism versus uh, free will, right? Yeah, yeah. Determinism versus the quantum. So I don't. That's actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a, a really big question i'm not sure what the answer is or whether we can actually prove it because we still don't know like how on the small scale it can be sort of probabilistic but deterministic on the large scale even i don't know like but i think in uh in quantum physics uh i feel like 
you might think that it's all completely random because of superposition, but I think because of quantum entanglement, uh, like quantum, the possibility of quantum states become significantly reduced with like you know, big collection of. Oh, I see. Because because they're all somewhat connected to each other is what you're saying. Yeah, dude. I I swear, I'm not. Yeah, it's probably not accurate. But... No, I kind of. No, no. Kinda there, there's there's a logic there. I think the whole deterministic between uh, versus free will problem changes the dynamic of like the situation that we're discussing about simulations. Because if the world is deterministic, then what is the purpose of there being a simulation? Because I think a big question that we also have to ask is why would if there is like we are living in a simulation and there is an outside world why are the beings right. in the outside world finding it necessary to build a simulation yeah there has to be a purpose if right? it if it's no that's what i'm saying then there's no point of a simulation it, right exactly exactly and and at what point and why would we need to have free will if there's if if this is all based on uh determinism yeah uh, deter is that a word determinism yeah if determinism yeah, yeah, determinism. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I find that even if everything's deterministic, like you still, like you, you won't reach the end by doing nothing. Even if you're, even if the world is deterministic, you still need to live life. You still need to, you know, but be then, a passenger and whatever. Life but do you have the choice to do nothing or do anything at all? Well, whatever you do is in determinism I mean, ends yeah. up just being the. Even if you do nothing, you're still doing something. I guess so. I mean, like, I think that kind of bounces off like the definition, the simulated world and like stuff like that. I remember like in my TOK essay, I wrote about the Boltzmann brain. It's like this thought experiment where you think about the probability of this entire narrative of like the universe being created, the earth being created, the, our solar system, life and everything, all culminating to one situation where you're like on a video call talking about simulations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you also talk about the probability of like mathematically with particles in a closed amount of space in a extremely long but finite amount of time, the particles will at one point go in such a way that they form like a human brain, right? So yeah, you talk about whether what you're experiencing right now is really everything that's been built up like that with our narrative and how we understand our universe, or whether we're just living in a moment of what we perceive to be reality oh. all mm. our memories and everything have just been made up randomly and everything we so feel like we're knowing like, is momentary so you're saying like whether um whether the things that we have recorded to have happened actually happened or not or whether it was just suddenly uh, birthed out of existence exactly because i feel like if that hypothesis is like the kind of thing that we're living in that would constitute a simulation i don't know why So like how do you know like if you're not living in like a five minute loop that keeps on repeating forever Hmm. you can't know anything so simulation i mean i guess you could say that but i mean eventually if you've okay let's say like your life resets every second per se but even at the end of infinity, you reach the next second. 
But within that second, you had no knowledge that you've been living over and over again for that particular second. So in that sense, it wouldn't matter because your memory would still be continuous, even though I guess in your reality, your life has been repeated for over, I don't know, numerous <coughs> times. Hmm. I suppose not. So what, what I think of sometimes is like, if reincarnation is real, does that mean because we have, you know, because in re reincarnation, every time you die, like you get reincarnated, but you lose all your past memories, right? So what I've been thinking of is, is it because we're aware of this, like this moment or this life that we're living is such that this is the last life that we were lived in our re in our uh, reincarnation cycle, you know, because our memories haven't been erased yet. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's something I think about. We should stray away Do from the limitations of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty a uh, circular, circular discussion, honestly. Right. I mean, now, I myself mused yeah. about it. I mused about it for I don't know how many, how yeah. many bloody hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no end. I don't know. I wanted to bring up like uh, Elon Musk and Neuralink. So, like, Neuralink is a thing about Elon Musk to do what he said, which is to plug in your consciousness to the computer. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And you can have like save files and you can relive <laughs> past the memories. I, I heard him say that in like a Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, yeah. So, no, I, I, do rem I do recall what you're saying. It was. Uh... What are what are your thoughts it's on an that? Interesting concept. No, I mean Wouldn't at this point, cool like that that is cool, and it's entirely uh, based on choice. Again, you could you, you could you could just plug in your if you like this moment, you could just go back and live it. You know, because some some people could argue that the value of a moment is that it its only existence is yeah, limited. Yeah, only exists once. And that's that's the right? that's the beauty or that's the purpose of of having a moment. But like, that that's just on our understanding. But I, I I mean I guess if you liked it so much you could go back. But then it would ruin the the meaning of 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 memory of or of the moment. Because no. like, I mean like if you go back, let's say like I liked the moment of uh, uh, me getting a, a basketball shot and I wanted to watch that again and again and relive that moment. At some point, we'll get like a bit bored and be like, you know what? Yeah, I've made that shot five hundred times. It's kind of whack now. Yeah, based, based on human standards, that'd probably be the case that over time it just loses value. It's like, what is it called? The law of diminishing return? No, I mean, probably like you just get jaded. Like you, yeah, yeah. Like, mm. You know you know how like uh, married couples eventually get sick of each other? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then as soon as they get divorced, like they about? can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I try it. Like it's like maybe if there's a way to recreate the novelty that you experience when you relive that memory, then that would be probably like the best thing ever. Yeah, I mean that would mean that you have to forget everything and forget that it's a simulation to relive it properly, which is exactly yeah. what we could be living in and why a simulation that is created would make it so that you don't know you're in a simulation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's so the point. So is it like you would reverse your all your your thoughts and your brain state back to that exact back to the state they were at that exact moment to would you have to do that to experience the same novel it's like it's like watching a movie for the first time 
because you'd be like, oh damn, I want to watch this movie again from the first time. You know, you know, you know that. You know what I mean? Without knowing how it goes. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because there's a different thrill with that. The question here is, would Mirror Link have that ability? Obviously, I don't know if it could, but like, it's a far stretch. Would it have the ability to relive that moment without without knowing? You know, like it's like it's as if we actually travel back to that specific time, so we do not know anything uh, further, anything beyond that specific time. If you know what I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Then that yeah, would be the a case of like the problem is like the accuracy of your memories itself, right? You don't even know the state you which you were at at that moment. Mm. Yeah, and so a lot of stuff know. is fabricated. Like so we make a lot, we make up. A few things like if we can't remember something to be exact um yeah, generally yeah. what happens is we fill it up with with some random uh random stuff that we already know to try to fill out that blank area that's generally how our memory works or you misplace information which is generally why like it's at the tip of your tongue you're trying to find something but you can't really because you're just trying to find out where you place anyway i'm going up rambling onto something else <laughs> Is there any like scientific evidence that we can use to like discuss? Because everything that we've been discussing until now is kind of like hypothetical and like theoretical, right? Because it's, there's no way we can test like whether we're in a simulation or not. There's like there's no um, what's it called? Medium. There's no medium. Thing. There's no what? Like the spinny thing in Inception. The top. There's no spinning oh, top. Like in Inception, yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. in a real world, it falls. We don't have that, so we can't like run an experiment. Like, yeah. I remember one thing which was like really crazy to me, like, you guys know the experiment where they like shoot like the two electrons to see if it like interferes, like with oh, the diffraction yeah. patterns and stuff? Did you learn that in physics, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. But then, yeah, yeah. when I mean, you shoot one, too. yeah, when you shoot one electron through and you don't observe it directly, then you get a diffraction pattern, which means that the electron has to interfere with itself to create like the splitting pattern, right? Mm -hmm. But then when you observe the ex experiment closely and you watch the electron do it, it doesn't happen. So there's a condition for this experiment happening that whether there's an obser observer or not changes the result of like the experiment, which doesn't really make sense like in the physics that we know. And it kind of makes it seem like a coded thing, you know? Like how in video games, if you see stuff like it pops up, but if you're not oh, there, it doesn't happen. Oh, so it's like if you when you turn around, like does it load everything else, and then like practically it doesn't exist right I now. I saw that as a meme somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah, is everything I, I behind know, me I actually like... there or not, or does it only exist when I turn back? Yeah, that that was an interesting. Yeah, I, I thought of like the exact same thing. It's like, oh, it's like the video game has a bug. It's like saving, uh, saving processing power. <laughs> Is it like Wait, what's the bug? Exactly. That's happened to me before. Like, I swear to God, something's just like teleport or something. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> wait, glitch. <laughs> <laughs> glitch in real life, be like. Of course, don't blame your own brain. Blame reality itself. <laughs> yeah, my brain is perfect. Can't be. Oh, it's like when you lose something and you ask your mom, you said yeah. it's probably there. When you search for it, it's not. When she comes, it's there. I'm like, what? I searched there. Can't be my fault. It's never my fault. No, your Surely mom. Your mom is the one. 
like controlling the settings of the simulation. Yeah. <laughs> we have to question our entire existence between we before we question our own brains. It's never my fault. <laughs> yeah, that's what the um, that's what the creator of the simulations want us to think. <laughs> yeah. So, can we actually perceive reality directly? I mean, this is a question that we've asked ourselves, like, well, at least me and Caleb, I don't know about you guys, but... Is what you're living like, I don't actually think, reality? Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's think so, because, thing, you know? like, there are certain inaccuracies that cause you to uh, perceive things not as they actually are, right? So, I don't think you can actually perceive reality directly as it is. I mean, like, I what you see you. and feel is just an interpretation of reality. Mm. What, would it, what would it mean to observe reality directly? It would mean that so, reality exists in and of itself. And we're assuming that that is the case because we can only see, we can only perceive reality, but we don't know if reality mm. exists or not. I so, see. The question itself already assumes that reality exists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, thought it was probably a paradox, right? but I mean, it's, it's an assumption that we have to make, given that we live by the assumption that reality in its of itself exists. No, I mean, given given how reliable uh, reality is, I mean, the evidence is this video itself. If reality was buggy, then how can the program and how can the electronics be this consistent that we're able to see each other? kilometers away or maybe the fact that everything follows such like tight physical rules and like mathematical rules mm. one plus one it's always two things always fall like down like when there's gravity um lights always at light speed maybe that's like more evidence to show well, there that. is no but doubt, but that's right? the question i mean yeah, yeah because is... is a real world more dynamic or more structured than the one that we live in right now if you, if, if, if you think about it, it could be it could be argued from a different perspective that that mathematics and science is just a an observation or perspective of of humans, whereas in reality it could be just something entirely different. If if you know what I, where I'm getting at, like we, the way we understand what we're looking at is through uh, is through science and through mathematics. That's that's our human observation, but. I think what Kevin meant was direct reality is that it could be something far larger, something that we cannot comprehend at this moment of time because it's something that we don't we don't know how to understand or we don't know how to see. If you, do, you know, do you know what I'm saying? It, it kind of links back to what we discussed a few weeks ago, Kevin. With well, the, I don't think that's exactly what I meant, but I know what you're getting at. Like the ceiling or limit to knowledge whether yeah, you yeah, yeah. perceive what yeah what so the, like direct picture is yeah 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 is there a ceiling oh, to human no. knowledge <laughs> is there a limit to what humans can know i think yeah. there is i mean there's just there obviously as or else now we'd, we would have known everything right i think mm, the simple explanation is that since there's a physical size limitation to our brains unless we make our brains bigger and bigger and ever expanding there's always going to be a limit related in proportion to the size do you want to be like Megamind? <laughs> yeah, just imagine your brain never stops growing. No, but grows exponentially with the amount brain. of knowledge you have. Do you need to have a big brain big to have brain. Uh, to have more knowledge, though? 
like, I think, well, I mean, I guess, like, physically, yes. Physically, like, there is a uh, limit, surely. But, like, we're not, we have, like, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but we also have to consider what constitutes to knowledge, right? Because, like, the, under, the, uh, each individual, Bruh, for you, knowledge on. could be something else. Bruh, for me, stop, 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 no, stop, stop, is, right it, is it true? Don't go there. <laughs> 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 we are questioning the stop basics right too much. We break down the entire purpose, because then again, like, we don't yeah. know what knowledge is. What is the purpose of, like, even... Questions like those. No, Some listen, reason, if you keep doing that, you literally can't answer anything. <laughs> Yeah, you can't answer anything. Yeah, but can you answer anything? There has right the for for a statement to exist, there must be axioms to which you first Basic. derive. Basic. Well, not derive. You have to like, have some yeah. agreed you have to have points axioms, of assumption. Yeah. Exactly. And I think knowledge is uh, safe to say <laughs> no need to be discussed for now. <laughs> Actually, like at the beginning when we were, like. Um, at the beginning when you start thinking about like these existential things and having these crises like you feel like your entire like fabric of existence is falling apart for me now like at this point it doesn't really like bother me anymore i guess like the fact that we don't yeah, know like much then i guess yeah, to, I so, to some extent shit. you did come to a conclusion because you kind of made up a decision that uh I'll, I'll just I mean, live I don't the think world it's... which I can perceive in. Yeah. There's no point of true. me exploring things which I will never have the capacity to understand. So I'm just gonna try and like live what with what you I will... have. Um, I suggest you read the brothers Karamasov before you even consider talking to me. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Read on. this specific piece of literature before you're qualified into the gates of the this discussion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gate number one fallacy. No, I, I see that shit all the time on YouTube and like intellectual talks. Like you're the, not a like, real uh, intellectual really? if you don't mean this. <laughs> what do you mean intellectual they're, they're... talks? Uh, like I don't know. Big brain talks. You wouldn't get it. That's girl. what he's saying. Maybe like Slavoj Zizek. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, it's like now the audience asked him a question. Like the audience asked him a question, and they say like, um, "For the sake of brevity, uh, I read this in a book, and it has all the reasoning. And you just have to read it, and then you'll come to the same conclusion." And you're sort of like stuck there. And you can't really like answer in a short amount of time. Hmm. See, that's a problem with like uh, discussion. If you don't have like a similar base of knowledge, there's no way that you can get to the same conclusion it's like if you try to you're just like missing you're missing the base and the buildings that's gonna topple hmm. it's like playing with noobs and see I mean, that's what we have different perspectives right that's what <laughs> okay. but it's not necessarily that you would you would even amount to the same conclusion if you had the same knowledge base yeah because the knowledge base that you feel like you're building is not truly your own you're reading other people's literature so you're just ending up taking their take on it so no matter like some people who haven't read that book might have a better take on it rather than somebody who's already been influenced by that kind of thinking but there are similarities in the way that humans learn and in the structure of our psyche um so in that sense like it's not totally different but you know there is a lot of similarity like for example uh... yeah 
<laughs> and that's all it's day. <laughs> For example, uh, rip. What happened? You'd be like, you got anything? Got... Come on, bro. <laughs> I actually don't have a good example, but. Okay. What happens after we die? Who knows, dude? Who knows? Yeah. No, 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 I feel like I'm just like speaking bullshit because no, I don't have a good example. You're a poser. It's okay, we can just, we can come back to you later. Come back to you. I, <laughs> like, do you want to structure it or do I you just want to let... No, I mean, uh, there was actually a question that Kevin thought of, but I, but I think that it's an actually a very interesting one is, um, why, why are simulations important? Or why are they necessary? Yeah, why does it matter, right? Does yeah. it even matter if we're living a simulation if it's exactly the That's... same as living in the real world? I mean, there's there's another way of we could just. I mean, we have simulations right now, which of course are not like the kind of we're talking about simulations. Like like a kid have given an example before, but uh, I think we we have those because there is a certain level of like curiosity and because of that we're we're i think we're basing simulations our... sort of well they do exactly what what the name entails right they simulate and so that really um simulations allow us to figure out things that we wouldn't necessarily be able to figure out on our own mm -hmm. so sort of like simulating um I don't know, like future events such that we're able to take action based on this information. There was, there was this quote from uh, this famous uh, philosopher called Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, uh, that's not a <laughs> philosopher, but okay, dude. It said like, uh, dreams end when reality starts. But then with simulation, dreams does not end when reality ends when dreams start you're just playing with words dude <laughs> no but like no no, no. Like, if think think about it. i mean i guess it kind of does like the, the permanence of the dream is like is now concrete if you can now live in a simulation like indefinitely no but i guess like that's only if you consider the simulation as 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 a form of a dream because there's a few things that in when we dream we can't necessarily uh, like for once, I, I don't know how to, I don't exactly know where I'm going with this, but like, there's a, there's a distinct difference between dreams and, and when you wake up in the morning, right? And so I think what, what you have to consider, am I still in a dream? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that and whether dreams are simulations or, or simulations are dream like, if you know, if you know what I'm saying. Kind of True. No, I, I. I mean, I guess I don't you're talking really, about but... the differences between dreams and reality. So. And yeah, and if that difference is exact, and if that difference is paralleled with reality and simulations. So we were talking about like the purpose of like the simulated world being like a dream, right? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that would entail that the simulated world should be better than the world that is reality. Because why would you want to make? A world to experience that is worse yeah, than what you already true. have yeah but then if you have the technology to build a simulated world why would you want to produce an imperfect world why don't you just make mm. a completely perfect world so because you with are that point not all good 
You know, we're actually yeah, well, indirectly yes. talking about we're indirectly talking about religion, but okay. Yeah, I mean everything is, I guess, because <laughs> if our reality is a simulation, then the gods are the people who control it in our interpretation. Ah, I see. I yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just want to put forth the argument that maybe it just makes it slightly less probable that we're living in a simulation, just because of the fact that our world is imperfect and not ideal and not a utopia. And I don't know if this is something that somebody would want to simulate. And I don't know what the but purpose would be the, to simulate the point this world. I would say well, the the point of simulation, uh, the point of simulation is like, well, in in essence, it is to simulate um, something, but. Uh, I guess with the intent of learning or discovering something new. So perhaps <clears throat> uh, such an advanced civilization would not, you know, uh, would not. For example, we have lost knowledge over time, right? So we don't know like the specifics of what happened millions of years ago. So it would be possible that such a higher power would want to simulate um you know iterations of the of a universe of of a such of such a universe from the beginning to see what i don't know or how th- how things occur you know hmm. how would they know like, the initial maybe, state i mean i don't know they're if higher you know power, the initial so. state already why would you need to simulate i mean like it could this could be just like an educational history simulator for coronavirus 2020 I'm like showing people what happened. <laughs> what's Who's the say we, that? Right? I, I don't because know, what's I don't the point? Know. Like, like wh- the computer's just experiencing its own reality, I guess. Then will we ever be able to understand that we are simulated? Because can a computer understand its entirety of its own okay, processing power with the limitations of its own processing power only? Things is there some have. meaning to life? Well, th- that's that's an entirely mm-hmm. different question. <laughs> no, there yeah. isn't an emotion. Um, well, yeah, objectively there isn't. Subjectively there is. Uh-huh. Objectively, meaning is a a set of chemicals in your brain. 1950s. I, I don't know. Mid mid 1900s, I think. Russian research on neuroscientist that? named some guy discovered <laughs> some that. Guy the like the general feeling of emotion is linked is linked to like a series of uh like a like a really consistent series of like brain waves mm-hmm. and it's called the orienting reflex that's probably evolutionary motivated as well mm-hmm. so i'd, I'd say what, that meaning? meaning is an emotion yeah meaning hmm. yeah i think so is would boredom be the opposite of meaning is it a catalyst or the opposite maybe it's a lack of it because boredom is definitely an emotion i i would think so myself and it's the source of human human innovation right because if nobody was bored then who would ever build or think of new things no i mean there are i'm pretty sure there are motives as well like some motive but i mean one of the main causes for innovation is definitely boredom i I would agree with with kevin on that well i think that like boredom i think you can think of it as a scale like boredom on one hand and on the other hand is like something meaningful and engaging 
I suppose. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. Like, board. There's an. I guess there's a clear reason on why boredom exists to push human in- innovation. So, in a sense, maybe nowadays um, <laughs> we have a lack of it because mm. when people experience such a thing, they just, you know, they get on their phone or whatever, play video games like we do, and then <laughs> no innovation. So, I guess maybe there's a lack of it? Question mark. Damn, social commentary from Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> social commentary. Yeah. But what were we talking about before Adrian rudely interrupted us? <laughs> uh, I actually don't remember. Was I think I was about to go off on a tangent on something, but I don't yeah. know what it was anymore. Um, we we tend to avoid. We, is this the kind of podcast <laughs> that re- avoids political things? Yes, 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 yes. Dude, do you want to get employed or <laughs> do you want to live? <laughs> do you want to disappear? You get cancelled? <laughs> <laughs> The CCP cancelled my life. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Dude, Song Wu, this is the CCP. Your subscription to life has been cancelled. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, Your subscription to life. GG. Uh, okay, let's talk about something. Wait, actually, sensitive. a question that, that actually brings a question that I would have. If, if we were to live in a simulation, uh, Straying away from religion, who do you think would be controlling? Would, would it be like an organization in control of, of, um, of these simulations? Would it be an individual? Or how do you think this would be? Or will we all have our own kind of like individual simulation me. I think the only answer to that is me. Because oh, for on, me, dude. from my perspective, I'm the only one that experiences anything. Okay. So in my world, if this is a simulation, I am the player, and hence I am the only god. Okay. Wait, but what if, if I'm what living if, in a simulation? Like, then I am the only link, proven link between this simulation and the outside world. Because the fact that I can experience a simulation means that I have to exist in the outside world. But for you, you can all just be complete simulations. So I, I for me, kind of proven, understand what you're saying. Oh, I, I yeah, no, I right? get what he means. But I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. If that's exactly linked to. I simulation. am the only proven so sort of link. Like, between the outside yeah. world it's as if it's like a yeah. movie based on your life or something like that or so a simulation like, that it, i'm like a single player you... game you know yeah. wait that actually reminds me of uh what is that movie with jim carrey do you have water no, this is our extra special host, a guest today. Dude, this is actually so messy. Well, I've never had. It's a new experience, Kev. New experience. Perhaps no, I think this is one of those episodes where you can cut a lot from because we've been talking for well over an hour, right? Yeah. You know, I one of the other movies that I thought about was uh, the Truman yes, Show, yes. which I think I mentioned in previous podcasts. Oh come on, this isn't even oh, yeah, the, the thing. Truman yeah. Show. But that no, I think that that's an, that's what I meant by like if we were living in a simulation. His is basically a simulation, not the way that we think that everything is built up with ones and zeros. But to say that everything is just simulated in the in the ma- in a manner that it's just you know. 
replica of, of real life. Uh, and I think that's what you meant by like, if you were the main character, if you were Jim Carrey, you would have felt that, you know, uh, everything is about me. It's because I'm I'm the hero here. I'm I'm the protagonist. Well, but, I mean, like, basically, the only thing you know for sure is that you are aware of what you yeah. you are aware. That's the only thing you know for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Who so, said that again? Um, I know. Therefore, I yeah, it was. I know. Therefore, I am. Right? He said that in Latin or something. Mm. It's like the the thing that I sometimes think about is like. Am I the chosen one? Or it's it's not really like um like pride or whatever in like being the chosen. It's more of like because you're the only one who is aware or you can yeah. be sure is aware, are you like special in some way or not? If you know what I'm talking about, hmm. right? But you, you were know another interesting take sit. on that is like that um for like mental development and like until like five year olds or something. That's like a really common thing for kids to do is to think that the entire world rotates around them yeah, and that yeah, everything yeah. is existing only when they're around and stuff. So maybe the fact that we even think about stuff like that is like just a part of the way that your brain develops. Mm. Because I if you were completely uh, sure that this world was for you, you'd be selfish. Yeah, um, John Piaget, uh, I think it was child psychology. Um, it's about developing a model of reality outside of your own ego. Adrian, what the hell? What? <clears throat> I don't know what happened. It's just it's connected, automatically connected again. Kev, this is going to be a very interesting uh, experience for you, I think. Well, has this happened before? Is it just this episode, everything's going wrong? Only this episode. This episode, everything's going wrong. I think it's a new experience for all of us, you know. I mean, this oh, could man. this could be the world. This could be the people behind the simulation telling us to stop because we're getting too close to the truth. We're getting too close. <laughs> uh, like, have you watched um the hap the good place? The good place, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. And then like, there's like this one guy who came like 95% close enough. Oh, uh, yeah. If you watch the good place, hey, I think. Yeah, and then they're like, this guy, we have his photo up in the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but. Yeah, that, Sure. The, the, the show where, where there's like the demon and then he's like oh here's the trolley problem yeah yeah, that yeah. Show? Yeah. yeah yeah that's the one yeah. that's one it's a good show it's a good show yeah and then he was it's like, like all right yeah. uh he just put some random dude in like the trolley problem all right here's this and this here's what you and he's like what the so that was pretty interesting like the way they sort of portrayed the trolley problem right yeah, yeah it was an interesting way of doing that uh, the show is pretty good. It's, it's a good show that you should watch. Um, who's today's sponsor? Today we're gonna we're gonna cut this part right now, right? Because okay, so today's sponsor is Audible.com, and if you sign up for a 30 free trial today, you get your first audiobook for free plus two Audible originals for free. And if you use the code Conversation with the Boys, you get 30 percent off any additional purchases. And this okay, comes with easy pages and cancel anytime. <laughs> I might actually leave this in. We might actually have to get an audible freaking. Audible pay us. Audible pay us now. Let's go. We we basically sponsored ourselves from from you. We're doing you no, a favor. That's not, that's not how it works. Uh, okay, so this you know what's interesting? By Optic India. <laughs> <laughs> We we have forsaken right there. Um, okay, so 
what's interesting is like um you know about is it like object permanence i'm not sure or yeah, no, yeah, no, no, object, it isn't. object permanence no uh, like if uh but like what so said it, like john pj it's it's supported by uh the studies done by john pj so i can confirm thank you yes and then <laughs> Oh yeah, I wanted to bring up another thing. That is, how do we know what we really want? Like, because what if, what if, like, uh, our ha- our own happiness that is provided by the simulation is going to be limited by our own creativity? Whereas in the real world, we don't have to be creative because we simply perceive the novelty that's all around us. But in this simulation, that, how can we? Is that, isn't that assuming that the simulation is based on our mind? Yeah, there's a lot of nuance here. I feel like this could be yeah. another hour's worth of talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's there's this thing in like child psychology where, um, even though the water is the same amount, you do you know like they they've done this experiment where even though the water is same amount, like if you move water from one glass to the other, if it's like wider, the water is gonna be a lower level, right? Yeah. Despite mm-hmm. it being this the same amount, the child's gonna think that there's less. there's less water just because it's less. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The child thing, you know, because if you have yeah. a lot of a smaller plate, then it looks like more food. Bigger plate looks like less food. Yeah. Or is it because you have less food on a bigger plate that it looks like it's less food than small small plate and more food? Oh. No, I mean like they've done an experiment on it, like. If the plate is relatively smaller, then it just looks like it's more food. But what if you what if you always had little food and one day you get a little bit more, which is like normal food, and that is too much food for you? What is this? Is you know what I mean? even mean? Okay, no. you know what I mean. <laughs> like you've always had a little amount of food, so that's your that's normal to you. But then you go and have this normal amount of food that everyone else has, but that's too much. It's because you've. What? It's because what you've been exposed to is the norm to you. Normal is subjective, I suppose. Yeah, that is what I'm trying to say. Or, no, I think, in a sense, your perception of normal is subjective, but normality is based on the majority, no? The norm. Normality? What? Uh, yeah, the norm is based on, uh, based on uh, majority. Okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Someone really does. Someone really wants to be unemployed. Also, send me PC now. <laughs> you better hope China doesn't see this, man. Yo, China what? doesn't see this. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna have to Talk cut out big so farm. Yeah. Big Pharma? Why? Big Pharma. Oh, no. Come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, I feel, like, I feel like their products are pretty good. I took some uh, Oxycontin myself for... Uh, Oxycontin? I was feeling, I was feeling I some pains, obviously. Okay, no, come haven't. on. Give me... Okay, you want to get back on like the structure so that makes the video more complete? Or do you just want to like... Whatever it... I mean, I... I don't have like that much more like stuff then we should probably just skip to the uh to the next the the second recommendation segment i don't know you uh it's just basically like usually well in in the in the previous episodes like 
because I'm trying a new format and I don't know if this is actually working. It's probably not. But so Adrian, you could start, I guess. Um, I would start with the film Truman Show. If no one has watched it, it fits in very well right. to uh, the things that we have discussed in this podcast so far. It's a pretty lit movie. It actually made me think a lot about reality. It goes back to uh, what we've discussed, and I think um, it's just pretty. It's a pretty good movie to watch, both just to stay a little bit woke in uh, in an artistic manner. Um, so yeah. Anyone else? And any any of you guys want to share yours? Okay, let me go first. Any recommendation? It's just a recommendation. Big Dave wants do. to know what you recommend. Big Brother. Yes. China would like yes. to know your Big location. Brother. Big Brother wants China to know, like to know your location. <laughs> China would like to know your educational background. <laughs> go ahead, man. What's your recommendation? I guess like. Anything by nature is pretty good. Okay, right. Sub! Sub! Go! Better than you. It's your turn. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna recommend a CGP Grey video called Spaceship U Lockdown Productivity because it's pretty interesting and it applies to like the current quarantine situation everybody's kind of living in. What did you say it's called? I've again? Been, it's called um, Lockdown Productivity Spaceship U. And it's about like oh, uh, how you can keep yourself like motivated and running like like a proper human being, like your mental and physical sides together, and like kind of be able to be like self-sustained without the pressures of society, which you don't have access to anymore. It's pretty interesting, and it's not a long video, so might as well just watch it. CGP Grey. I've 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 watched it as well. Uh, it's a good video. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Alright, we'll take a look. So my recommendation is probably just anything from Vertasium. I don't know. I just really like ever since Mr. Fitz introduced us to the YouTube channel, uh I don't know. I, I watch a lot of the videos and it's actually very interesting. You know, the yes. way he explains certain concepts or uh just physics in general. Uh yeah. Oh I guess <coughs> I guess I'd like to recommend Fitz recommend physics. CSGO. Fitz physics, yes. Fitz physics. He's not even public, dude. Most of the videos are private. No, he's yeah. only for oh, our school. Like you need a no, link. No, we don't even right see most of his videos, dude. Yeah, so, they're unlisted. Like, not, I don't know. Like when Mr. Fitz makes videos, it's not structured at all. It's very uh, spontaneous. Like but he's literally on the bus. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. But There's when like he explains charm, things. Here. Yeah, there's a charm. Very real, yeah, real stuff. Real facts. Well, I guess I guess that would be it for today. Even though it's very unstructured and very. I mean, keep it, keep in mind that this is something new that we're trying. It's not necessarily um, what will be the future of our podcast. It's just something that we're experimenting with. So if it's not working well, sorry about that. Like I, well, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was more structured before, but like, all right, it's fine. Um, I think generally with this topic, it's difficult to stay on topic. I guess. Yeah, that's possible. It is. Um, it is. It is. So I guess uh, we'll we'll finish up now. Uh, yeah, subscribe sure. if, if you if you like the content. And 
Do you like that? Smash that button. Smash that subscribe button. Press that bell right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> <laughs>